Hello, everybody, and welcome to the All About Health podcast. My name is Georgia Overbeck, and welcome to today's episode where I have a special guest. This is somebody who, have you ever been on a podcast before? No. Welcome. This is my first time. I'm so excited. So this is my friend, Riley Brennan. We have known each other for, I think we figured out 10 years now. Yeah. yeah. And we are going to be interviewing her today because... She's somebody that I've looked up to for a really long time. Um, you are six years older than me. And so I've seen you grow up. You've seen me grow up. And just the way that you've been living in your 20s has been very inspiring and kind of like a way that I want to go into my 20s. I've been 20 for three months now. And so I'm still in the beginning stages and I have so much more to learn and so much life to learn. And so I'm excited to get your perspective on it. Um, Is there anything you want to say about yourself, like introduce you, what you do, where you're from, all that stuff? Yeah. Uh, Well, we met in Alliston area, New Tech area, um, through the gym. Uh, So I was in high school at the time. And now, I mean, I've done a million thousand years of university and I'm a speech language pathologist. Um, Yeah, I've been living in Edmonton for a long time, well, two years, I guess. And this is the first time we've seen each other in a long time. Yes. Like a year. We were actually saying today that it's really cool that Riley is one of those friends that like you can see each other once a year and it's like no time has passed and it's just so natural and it clicks and I'm so grateful for our friendship and for it being like that. And so I'm really excited to interview you today. And I'm excited and I'm just so happy that someone thinks I'm interesting enough. I do. I do. (laughs) And I know that all of you will as well. Um, And I feel like selfishly I wanted to do this episode because I just wanted to get your advice and people are just going to be able to listen to it too. Yeah. Okay, so my first question for you, Riley, as we were talking about before, she is 26. So you've been 20 in your 20s for a while now. <laughs> I'm an old gal. <laughs> You're experienced. There you go. <laughs> and my first question for you is, what is your first memory of being 20? Or like, how did you go into your 20s? What was that like for you? Going into my 20s, I was just super excited to be in that, that decade. Mm. I feel like it's one of those like little like you look forward to it Mm -hmm. as a teenager or whatever you think you're gonna have so much freedom in your 20s Mm -hmm. you're gonna figure everything out like things are gonna fall together so seamlessly and I also feel like I had like an age Mm -hmm. where I'm like this is gonna be the best year yeah I feel like it was like 24 I'm like 24 is the coolest (laughs) age you can you're old enough to do all the fun stuff you have like enough responsibility to be like an adult, Mm -hmm. but you're also on the low end when you can kind of um, still be a kid Mm -hmm. or still be a teenager. Yeah. Or maybe like get away with being naive and silly and and young and that sort of thing. So I thought, I thought that was just going to be like the best, the best year, the best time ever. And I mean, I didn't have a, a bad it wasn't a terrible year yeah (laughs) it was just funny like going into my 20s I was like that's that's it Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, I remember like when I was younger in my early teens and stuff and I was like, oh, when you turn 20, you're an adult, you have mm-hmm. your life together, mm-hmm. you know everything. Yeah. yeah. That's not the case. No, that's <laughs> not the case, especially even now as an old gal. <laughs> I have, I don't have it together. <laughs> and that's what I want to talk about. <laughs> yeah. That's what I, I, I want to like learn from you. Yeah. Okay, so my next question for you then thinking about what you thought your 20s would be like, how did you actually change going from your teens to your 20s? Mm-hmm. I think I thought oh, I thought everyone cared a lot more than mm-hmm. everyone really does. Like I would get embarrassed about things or I would overthink things or I I cared a lot about what everyone else thought was cool and maybe everyone else's perception of what I was doing. Like I felt like there were eyes on me all the time. And I've learned that that's not like, no one cares. Mm. No one cares that much what you're doing. No one's watching you that closely. You can mess up. You can do whatever you want. And I mean, like you can care about the opinions and, and the perspectives of the people who are close to you, but there's also that, like, there's no wide, crazy perception yeah. of of what you're doing and I learned to care far less about what people think about me mm-hmm. and I think that's also been like the biggest thing that has changed even just my daily life yeah and like you go out into you go out into um like you go to town and you're never going to see those people again mm-hmm yeah, like you can go and be an absolute fool in the <laughs> middle of the street, and you're never gonna see those people again. Yeah, so like just have fun. That's so good. I I love that. Um, there's this girl on TikTok I saw. She's kind of doing that in a series. It's where she's just being crazy. So she'll go into the middle of the street and like dance around. And yeah. she's like nobody cares. Exactly. Like she's trying to just yeah. not be scared of doing that. Yeah, and so I love that. That was an amazing answer. My next question for you is what would you say to your 20-year-old self, 20-year-old Riley? I think part of part of the previous mm-hmm. answer a little bit is like stop thinking, stop caring so much what other people think because mm-hmm. it really doesn't matter. And also slow down. Because mm-hmm. I think I spent a lot of time just like rushing through things and always being a little bit too hectic to enjoy some like key moments or time with people or I was always maybe really focused on on academics and that's never a a bad thing but I tend to get really hyper focused on Mm. my projects yeah and then I feel like I lose balance a lot so I think I would just remind myself to kind of like prioritize other parts of my life mm. as much as I do like the academic part or like the career part and I think I've learned to do that now and I think that's why I can enjoy my life a lot more and still have success mm-hmm. like I have at all my achievements I would still have if I slowed down mm. a little bit so good yeah. you're amazing <laughs> Perfect. Okay, so the next question, 
kind of similar to the last one is what advice do you have for someone who, for someone else who is entering their 20s? Mm-hmm. What advice do you have for me? Is what yes. I'm saying. Yes. <laughs> Throw your plan away. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Because my personality is to like plan and I'm very type A, but especially over time and maybe the last few years with COVID and things changing a lot and having to evolve with the world and just the ebbs and flows of life, I've, I've learned to just let go mm-hmm. a lot more. And it's a really, it is the hardest thing that I've had to unlearn mm-hmm. to do, but I don't have to plan every moment. Mm-hmm. Saving my soul. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> like, don't just throw the plan away. Follow your, follow your gut always. Mm. Follow your heart like a little bit, but mostly listen to your gut because mm. your gut tells you the good stuff. <laughs> and uh, yeah, or at least have you can have a loose plan and mm. and learn to be flexible. So good because that's where all the the fun extra stuff comes in and mm. that kind of ties into creating balance too mm. like plan plan some stuff and then fly by the seat of your pants for the rest of it I love that yeah that's so good okay so my next question for you when you're entering your 20s you definitely start being more independent whether you are moving out or you're going to school or getting a new job or whatever it is so my question for you the next one is how do you get the confidence to start being more independent and actually taking action on that okay oh man um fake it Mm -hmm. until you make it (laughs) i um kind of just say yes to things and take it on and figure it out as I go which sounds terrifying like it sounds like it will never work but I think for a little bit it was kind of just running on maybe fake confidence until I was like okay you actually like you're a smart person Mm -hmm. you can navigate the world around you things are hard life is hard but like also you're okay like you have a good head on your shoulders and you can figure things out So I think for a little bit, it was like, yeah, just pretending Mm -hmm. and then realizing, oh yeah, no, you're, you're fine. Mm -hmm. And, um, I guess it is true. Like even I talk about on the podcast that you have to build confidence. Yeah. Like it's not just something that one day you're like, yeah, I'm confident now. Yeah, exactly. And my favorite, my, I guess like mantra that I live by for, lots of things most of my areas of my life is like if you can't beat fear then do it scared mm-hmm. I like just, that just do it and then figure it out as you go not, like it, nothing has to be perfect or pretty or mm-hmm. like wrapped in a bow there's no like handbook mm-hmm. or rule book really for for life or any of the challenges especially as someone who's like coming into their 20s and that's a big transition time mm-hmm. um yeah just just do it scared and figure it out as you go and be like don't be so hard on yourself mm. if you mess up because usually you have good people around you who will support you support you yeah you can like you out. yeah <laughs> yes love it 
My next question for you is what have you learned from traveling on your own or like just not traveling with your family or with people that are the closest to you? Mm -hmm. It's definitely an intimidating thing to, to do, Mm -hmm. but it's, it's like probably the most rewarding thing I've done. Mm -hmm. So when it was 2016, 2017, maybe 2018 that I was, yeah, I decided to do an exchange in Europe. So I lived over there for five months and I didn't know anybody. Like I just went and figured it out, but, um, and you went everywhere. I remember I, seeing your yeah. Instagram and you were like all over Europe. It was so cool. I was never in school. <laughs> I was, I was like, class. wow, she's in a new place again. <laughs> it was really bad. I was a really uh, poor, um, like academic student mm. at the time, but I was like, I was studying life. Yeah. So <laughs> most important. So yeah. Um, I learned a lot about, obviously a lot about different cultures Mm. um and I think it was also a case of kind of just doing something scared like not necessarily that I felt scared but I thrust myself into a position where I didn't know anyone Mm -hmm. I had never been to these countries sometimes I didn't speak the language of the country that I was in um and I mean I wasn't always totally on my own like I I did make friends over there but I put myself in a position where I didn't have any familiar comforts mm-hmm. so that I could, I think, just build that confidence mm-hmm. and, um, yeah, like, the faking it a little mm-hmm. bit, like, until you realize, like, oh, no, this is something I can do. And it was really rewarding to know that I could navigate some really just, just challenge, like, any challenge that comes with traveling and, and it gave me good experience in really planning things and being responsible yeah being responsible because you gotta like no one is over there to hold your hand yeah and you can like obviously you can call your your parents or your friends or whatever mm-hmm. and be like what would you do if you were in this situation <laughs> but like no one's gonna come and pick you up mm-hmm. if you're stranded somewhere I can't even imagine yeah and I mean you get stranded sometimes you get stranded places and it's out of your control um so that was another thing that I was confronted with a lot was learning to be comfortable in places where I don't have any control. Mm. Like I would get affected by like a train strike and I wouldn't be able to get home Yeah, from like the Southern part of the country. So there was a night where I definitely slept on a bench in a train wow. station, which sounds I think it's one of my coolest stories that I have. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, it was just, and I mean, that's a very extreme case (laughs) of being affected by things that you have no control over. But something like that really teaches you that like Mm -hmm. you can figure it out. So I have another question for you. Yeah. This is going off the last one. Yeah. Um, Do you think... Like, it's better to go for a longer trip, like, five months? Or do you think it's better to do, like, something closer to home for, like, a weekend? Like, do you think it's better to build up or just go headfirst into something Mm -hmm. longer and more scary out of your comfort zone? Yeah. I think it depends on the person a little bit. I like to just go headfirst into most things Mm -hmm. and, I'd like, say yes and figure it out Mm -hmm. as you go. 
Um, but I mean, if that's real, like five months is a long time. Yeah. Going across the world is a big, is a big thing. It's not just like, it's not a small, it's no small feat for sure. So I think it depends on, I think it depends on your, your overall confidence to Mm -hmm. begin with, like, or your, your comfort with that sort of change. Mm -hmm. Cause I mean, I felt uncomfortable, but it wasn't, I wasn't overwhelmed. Mm. And for some people, a weekend trip is a, that's a big thing for them. Yeah. Um, and lots of people really cling to routine, I think, because it's a big comfort. Yeah. So a Me weekend, putting my hands up. Yeah. <laughs> so a weekend trip might feel like, yeah. you know, I think that's a great first step. I think that's a great first step mm. to even just, or, or like, you go with a friend and you mm-hmm. plan a weekend and that sort of thing. Or like you go and visit a, a friend or stay with a friend somewhere mm-hmm. that you haven't been. Then you have someone familiar mm-hmm. and you have a little bit of like a safety net almost. Yeah. But yeah, I don't think it's for everyone to go and, and do like a massive yeah. trip alone for sure. Um, and now that I think about it too, the first time I actually left the country – I was on a school trip mm-hmm. and I went to Italy and I went with um, a bunch of other students, but my my best friend at the time came with me. Okay. So we kind of got to have like a little taste of that freedom and travel and and be a little silly and goofy <laughs> everywhere. And yeah, like that felt unfamiliar, but manageable. Mm-hmm. I like that. I hope I answered that. (laughs) No, that was great. For real. Okay. Okay, my next question for you. So obviously you've done so much being in your 20s. You've Mm. been in relationships. You've been single. You've traveled. You've went through school. You got your dog. But what are some things (laughs) that you still want to do? Like what's on your bucket list for the rest of your 20s? yeah I got four good years left mm-hmm. or I guess three <laughs> right say four yeah well, okay yeah four um, round up yeah we'll <laughs> round up later. I think I'll be in my 20s forever mm-hmm. you're only as young as you it's a act. mindset yeah and yeah for sure um I have a lot more traveling for sure I think that's most of my bucket list is just comprised of different locations Mm. that I want to visit or um like lots of hikes that I want to do for sure I want to head back to Europe in the next few years definitely it's been a long time Mm -hmm. and and then not being able to travel for a few years really made me feel a little bit stir crazy and Mm -hmm. restless and and now I'm like I don't want to wait any Mm -hmm. longer I don't want to put it off um so yeah, I want to go back to Europe. I want to do uh, some big hikes out there in like Switzerland and France and Spain and some of those really beautiful countries. Um, and what else? I think I, well, we were talking earlier about I want to run another marathon. Mm-hmm. I think. I think. Um, 
Yeah, we're going to do a whole podcast episode about Riley and her running and fitness because you've run a marathon, you've done so many half marathons, you're just a runner, like you are. So we're going to do a (laughs) podcast about that too, but that's for the next one. So stay tuned for that. Um, Yeah, I think I want to do another marathon. I, I would say travel is the main, the main thing on there. There are lots of great places in the States and in Canada too that I still haven't seen. I haven't been anywhere east Mm. of Ontario. Well, no, I guess east of Quebec. I haven't been. So I have family out um, on that side of the country. So I want to make my way out there. I definitely want to um, cover all of Canada. Cool. Yeah. And I think I think I should be able to accomplish that in the next few years because I'm always always traveling I'm always all over Canada anyway like okay <laughs> where have you been just in the last six months oh okay the last six months uh I was in Ontario Alberta BC I was just in Washington uh was, well I was up in the Northwest Territories the last six months would take us to the beginning of the year. I think that might be it. Just a few places. I think so. That's so cool. I feel like I'm missing some, but I... We'll have to refer back to the stories. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, my next question for you is, when did you have that, like, aha moment of I'm an adult now? Because I feel like when you're, yeah. in a, you're a teenager, you're like, oh, as soon as you're 20, you're like, yeah, I'm an adult. But what was that for you? <laughs> 24, I thought. I'd yes, 24. <laughs> Perfect. Um, I don't even know if I really had it yet. Mm. I mean, I, yeah, I still don't really see myself as an adult mm. in, a, in a way. Like, even when I'm at, sometimes I'll be at work and, and we have some, like, standardized tests and questionnaires and that sort of thing that you administer to, to um, people who've had a stroke and there's one that's like am I a kid mm. and the, the answer technically like is no because I'm not a kid yeah. so the person who's responding is supposed to say no but I never know <laughs> I'm like yeah I am though <laughs> yeah and especially when you're sitting in front of someone who's like mm. 40 50 60 70 whatever the answer to me is still yes. Yeah. So there's like moments like that where I'm like, this, I'm not an adult. That's dumb. <laughs> this isn't real. But uh, I don't know. You get lots of responsibility. And then there's people around you who, especially like, I feel like now everybody I know is getting married and having mm-hmm. kids or like buying houses and doing big like adult moves. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's part of why. I don't feel mm. like an adult in a way because mm-hmm. I don't have those I don't have those like big ticket yeah adult items happening for me right now. Mm. Those are not in my bingo card <laughs> this year yeah. or anytime soon really I feel but I think almost we all have this idea in our mind of what an adult is and like what you have to do to be an adult. And like for me, I look at you and I'm like, yeah, you're an adult. Like you have this job, you've (laughs) gone through school, you have a dog. Like to me, I'm like, yeah, she is totally an adult. But I think that we all have that different thing in our mind. Like 
when I like for somebody it could be like when I have a child I'm an adult or like yeah. when I get married or get engaged or whatever it is yeah. and so I think that even if everyone else in the world looks at us like we're an adult to us we might not be yeah. I'm just a really mature teenager yeah <laughs> mature 12 year old exactly yes I always say I'm like 12 I know <laughs> I'm stuck at 12 <laughs> Okay, the next question, another big thing about being in your 20s is your friendship and have or friends and like having people in your life. And so what friendship advice do you have or what have you learned the most about friendship in general in your 20s? Mm-hmm. Um, be really, really careful about who you surround yourself with. Um, and I think that that you can really tell you can tell a lot about your friendships, I think, by the way that you feel in the moment while you're spending mm-hmm. time with somebody, but also afterwards. Mm-hmm. Like I had a, I had a really a really good friend. We'd been friends for a long time, but I started to really pay attention to the fact that after we spoke or or saw each other, I always kind of felt like like I was being judged, mm-hmm. or like like they didn't agree with some of the the big decisions in my mm-hmm. life or didn't support me in some of the the ways that I felt about things that I was going through and and that sort of thing and and I mean like that being said you don't have to always agree with mm-hmm. with someone um and to each their own absolutely you can be a, a great friend and still be like I don't think you're making a good decision but but if that's all you get from a friendship, mm-hmm. it makes you feel like you can be less yourself around that person. Yeah. And that's not worth that's that's just bad for everybody involved, mm-hmm. right? It's just a waste of everybody's time. Like if you're never having a good time or if you're yeah. never seeing eye to eye. Yeah, or or if you're going through something and you don't feel like you can talk about it with mm-hmm. that person and it's something huge for you, like everyone's everybody's going through stuff and everyone has their own experience in life and and anything but yeah if you don't feel like you have someone that you can really honestly and openly be yourself with Mm -hmm. and speak to about things or or even just if you are acting different around someone Mm -hmm. like I I really only surround myself with people now who I can be completely 100% myself with yeah who I know will will put me in my place and be like you're not right or this is a bad decision or like we think that you like are I don't know being dumb about something (laughs) or or like you just you messed up like yeah that's another important thing too you should have people in your life who are going to call you out on stuff because they keep you accountable for for your decisions and your actions and and everything like that but yeah I only surround myself with people who are I can be myself with and then I know that I'm getting I'm getting like good love back Mm -hmm. because I'm putting out love to all my people and then I'm like they know who I am Mm -hmm. and they see me for for just me and there's no ulterior motive of like like making a judgment Mm -hmm. you know yeah like I don't want to have a conversation with my friend and then feel like they're going to tell somebody else yeah, or something. Gonna... Wow. 
sorry about that. We do not know what just happened, but so I have our iPod sitting here that we use for our fit dance. Like it has all of our dances and songs on it. Mm -hmm. And for some reason it just started playing a song randomly. Yeah. The universe just sent us a sign. I have never heard the song before. It's not downloaded. I don't nobody is here to touch the iPod. It's called Brother Louie by the modern Oh, modern talking. Modern talking. Yeah. So if that means anything to you, maybe it's for somebody who's listening. Maybe. I yeah. I'm, I'm going to have to sort through the lyrics and see what how it applies to. Yeah. Maybe I don't. it was just the universe being like, okay, you've talked for a long yeah. time. <laughs> we know enough Wrap now. Wrap it up. <laughs> wow. That was, that was interesting. <laughs> that I don't even cool. know where to go from there. Yeah. Okay. The next question that I have for you is that on your Instagram stories, you share a lot of information about different causes and organizations and like just different topics that you believe in and you feel strongly about. And I just, I know that not everybody is confident enough to speak up about that or to share it on their Instagram stories, even when they want to. And so my question for you is how did you start like posting these things and like, how did you find your passion for them and that you wanted to share about them? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that started a lot in university and I think it was brought out a lot by being surrounded by some like-minded people Mm -hmm. who were the same so and and I have friends who like we always have a lot of conversations about things that are happening in the world and things that we really strongly believe in and support um so we're it's I feel like it's I've always been talking about these sorts of things, Mm -hmm. but I didn't start going, like posting about them until probably my university years. And I, I feel like I kind of didn't as much because it's not that I didn't care, but I don't think I realized before how close some of these things are to home. Mm -hmm. Like a lot of, I just, started becoming aware of like a lot of things that applied to me maybe specifically as a as a woman too that Mm -hmm. was kind of like maybe one of the the first um sort of like isms that I got into was like doing lots of research on feminism and in university I took uh courses on feminism and gender studies and all that sort of sort of stuff so I think it was around that time that I started being a lot more vocal about that um just as I think I grew up and and it became part of my studies and and I was able to to really hone in on that interest a lot um because I mean growing up in a small conservative farm Mm -hmm. town you don't necessarily have access to a lot of you're not taught that no you're not and it's it's not right that you're not taught, you know, real things like history and, mm-hmm. and that sort of thing. Um, so yeah, having access to actual information was a big thing. Um, social media too mm-hmm. was a, was a big part of it. Um, and having access to facts and yeah. stuff like that. So I think it was all kind of around that time that lots of people started to be a lot more mm-hmm. vocal about things like that. So I, I learned a lot. I got, I still am always researching things. Um, 
I like, I, I love science Mm -hmm. and I love information and, and that sort of thing. Um, and I, yeah, I started sharing things and I mean, it's not always taken, Mm. uh, nicely by people who, who don't agree. And I, I dated someone a long time ago who also was like, why do you have to be so political all the time? Mm. Or like, why do you have to always talk about, I don't know, whatever, whatever cause or, or whatever issue. Mm -hmm. And, and I remember him being like, it was something that was going on in the States, um, quite a number, well, not quite a number of years ago, maybe five years ago or so. And he was like, yeah, but it doesn't affect you. Mm. And I was like, that is such a privileged thing to say. Because it does. Mm -hmm. It does affect me. It was like a, it was a women's rights, um, uh, healthcare and abortion issue. Um, And he was like, yeah, but it doesn't affect you. Like, it's like, you can still access Mm -hmm. this service. And I'm like, yeah, but I'm a woman. Yeah. I identify as a woman and that is a service that like I'm 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 still being attacked yeah (laughs) like like that's those are other women they might not be Canadian women or women who I know personally but like they're having a right taken away from them Mm -hmm. thereby I'm having a right taken away from me and like I don't want someone to have their rights taken away from them whether they're whether it's that sort of issue or, or anything else, mm-hmm. like it's, you know, everyone has human rights and, yeah. and that's, so it does, it does affect us. It affects me. It affects him. It, like, yeah. you know, that's something that like, I'm, I'm still learning a lot of that for myself about mm-hmm. what I can actually do and yeah. what I feel strongly about. And I think that that's just the biggest thing is to put yourself in somebody else's shoes. Like if something is happening, like how would you feel if that was you? Because Mm -hmm. they probably can't do a lot because they're the ones that are actually getting the majority of the hate and they're getting the majority of the news and people are talking about them. Mm -hmm. And so I think it shows too when other people that are not in that situation when they stand up and start talking about something, it shows that, it, oh, it's actually not just them. Like, other yeah. people are taking yeah. a stand and they believe in this, too. Yeah. And so yeah. that's something I'm still figuring out for myself as well. But I just, I really appreciate that you do that. I think it's really cool. Yeah. And there's strength in numbers. Mm-hmm. You know, the more voices, then the louder it is. Mm-hmm. And, like, to to just stand in solidarity for with someone is such a huge mm. act in itself. And, yeah. And... And then lots of lots of the these issues too need the visibility. Mm-hmm. So if I have a platform, whether it be I don't know, like Instagram, whether it be a podcast, anything like that, I want to use it to like magnify mm-hmm. and and give a spotlight to those things that are important. Yeah, I love that. That's good. And my last question for you today on this episode is how would you describe your 20s, like your experience of being in your 20s overall so far? I think they've been pretty rad. <laughs> I've had I like a, that. Yeah, I've had a good time. I'm still having a good time. It, like I, I'm, I'm just kind of doing whatever feels right. Mm-hmm. I think that's also a, 
super important thing to do, whether you're in your 20s or like whatever age, you know, you kind of have to follow what feels good. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's been a big emphasis of my last few years, I would say, is just whatever feels right to me and wherever I get the good energy from, mm. that is the only thing that I want to follow, mm-hmm. you know? Otherwise, I'm just... Would you say that the majority of the time you don't know why you it feels good? Like, it just it's like, I just have this feeling that I need to do something? Or do you have, like, a reason it'll actually, like, work out for you or you need to do it? Mm-hmm. I think it depends on, on the area of, of my life where I'm trying to make a decision or, or that sort of thing. But there's definitely times where I'm like, I don't know why this feels like the right thing to do. I'm just going to do it. This is like what my gut is mm. telling me to do. Um, and I'm a big believer of following your gut and, and that sort of thing. So yeah, I think it depends on the situation. Some are super clear cut of like, maybe you have two options, like which feels better or which, you know, there can be some calculation involved mm-hmm. for sure. And that's not, that's not a bad thing at all. But yeah, there are other times for, for sure where I'm, I feel like I'm rambling. No, you're good. <laughs> where I'm, uh, I don't, yeah, I don't know why, or I can't mm-hmm. explain it. But that's the other thing too. Like if, it, if something feels good to you, you don't have to explain it to mm-hmm. other people. And like, you I don't, love that. yeah, you don't have to, or you don't have to give reasons why or, or worry about it or worry about it yeah because who cares Mm -hmm. it's your life yeah like so true yeah you're the one who's stuck with you right (laughs) so do whatever you want yeah (laughs) and with that we're going to end off this episode here thank you so much for being on riley i thank you learned so much i'm gonna have to listen to this again and take notes I hope that if you are also in your early 20s or maybe your late teens, then you can really listen to a lot of these things. And even if you're not, if you're older, if you're younger, no matter what stage of life you're in, I feel like you can learn something from this or even get some just really good reminders. So I'm going to uh, leave Riley's social media, her Instagram link down below. So if you want to check her out, then you can and get connected. Mm -hmm. And she's always traveling. So maybe you can meet up somewhere. Yes. She's very nice. I trust. I trust her. (laughs) Uh, Thank you so much for listening or for watching. I hope that you enjoyed this episode and I will see you in the next one.